Well, no surprise to this audience. We saw this one coming down the pike. It's here. Hi, everybody. Brian Sussman. Brian Sussman Show Podcast, episode 179. This is part two to the discussion we had yesterday where we started talking about what are your God-given rights. Very important discussion, but here we go. I mean, this is, this is a story in the news. The new mortgage fees have kicked in, which means people with lower credit scores get a break on their mortgage fees as opposed to those with better credit scores. Do you not see the disconnect here? We're rewarding bad behavior, poor behavior, mistakes, whatever gave you the bad credit score, we're rewarding that. And so people who have worked hard to have the good credit score are now paying more for their loans so those with the not-so-good credit score can pay less. Here's, here's, the, here's what it is. This is amazing. And by the way, this is called confiscation of property. This was done. Think about this. This was done without consent of Congress. We live in a representative republic. It would seem to me that that congressperson in your district who represents you in Washington, D.C., we are a government of the people, for the people, by the people. We're, we're, a government, we're not a monarchy. We're not an authoritarian dictatorship. We're not a benevolent dictatorship. We're a, a constitutional republic. You have a voice in Washington, D.C. It's, it's called your congressperson. They didn't get to vote on this. This came right down the pike from the Biden administration. This is stealing your property, your hard-earned money. It's everything this country was not built upon. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. Isn't it interesting? That's what we're talking about today. Your God-given rights, which I'll get to in just a moment. But let me just give you an example. Let's envision a house that is $350,000 in value. You're putting 20% down on that house. 20% down on the house. That mortgage, the new mortgage, this, by the way, there was no vote of Congress for this. You have a representative in Washington, D.C. You have a representative. Now, that person may be somebody that doesn't agree with your values one iota, but they are your representative. That, that representative, whether you like that person or not, did not get a vote on this. This came right from the White House. This is everything that America is, is not about. That was a dictate to steal your property, I'll explain it in just a moment, from Joe Biden. 20% down, $350,000 loan, credit score of 740 or above, good, good, good credit score. You're going to pay, you are going to pay $1,300 more. Good, uh, bad credit score, seven, 640, or not so good, or, or less but we're just going to say 640. So, you know, mediocre at best. You're going to be paying $2,800 less. Okay. 
I'm telling you something for these people in the 646-59 range. If they're going to put down 25 to 30% down on a $350,000 loan, they're going to pay $4,300 less. This is taking from those who have diligently worked to keep their credit score high and giving money to offset the cost of the loan for the person who didn't do the same thing. We're rewarding, essentially, poor behavior. And it's amazing. I'm, I don't... Occasionally, I watch television. Not often. Most of the time, if I do check in, I'll do it via the internet or Sirius XM or something like that. But when I do, I'll check CNN, I'll check MSNBC, and then I'll check Fox. I already pretty much know what they're going to say at Fox. It's the same thing churned over and over again. Same sound bites, same rhetoric, and a lot of the same hosts. But this one host, she's probably a very, very nice person. In fact, I'm sure she is. She's been there a long time. She turns to the reporter about this story and says, you know, Jim or whatever the guy's name was, Jim, what can you tell us about this situation? And Jim goes on and he, he talks and says nothing, never tells you what this is all about. It's called social equity. Social equity. It's right there next to social justice. It's right there next to sustainable development. This is what they're doing across the board. It's antithetical to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It's, it stinks to high heaven. Now, yesterday, please, and by the way, Brian Sussman show is my website. Brian's, uh, excuse me, briansussman.com is the website. Facebook, Brian Sussman show. And Instagram, daily doses of inspiration. Brian Sussman show. Here's the deal. I got to calm down. Because friends, don't you have to understand we're being chipped away. There are so few voices in Washington, D.C. that are talking about this. We're getting chipped away. When Joe Biden came out saying, I need four more years to finish the job. Yeah, you know what he meant? Finish the job. Finish America. This is a two-parter. It may end up being a three-parter. But listen to episode 178. I talk about the antithesis of American liberty in that episode. It's, it's the philosophy of communism and socialism defined by Karl Marx. It's the philosophy that runs much of the world. There's no other country that has been founded on our principles of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. There are a few countries that are republics, but no one has a representative republic like ours that defends natural rights. And you're thinking, what are natural rights? Glad you asked. John Locke, the great John Locke, one of the most important, albeit largely unknown names in American history, lived from 1632 to 1704. English, he lived a century before Marx. Marx knew who he was. Marx thought he was stupid. Uh, he was English, philosopher, educator, government official, physician, theologian. And I've read what the founders of the United States of America had to say about 
John Locke. And every, they called him the great John Locke. They wanted to found our nation on his principles. We weren't going to be a monarch. We weren't going to be an authoritarian um, dictatorship or benevolent dictatorship or anything of the sort. We were going to be a representative republic of the people, for the people, by the people, as, as um, Abraham Lincoln would later say. This was going to be unique. No one ever tried this. And John Locke thought it could be done. And this was his proposal. And they said, let's give it a shot. It's a great experiment. John Locke was a great man. He, he had a great family. He, des he describes his mother as pious, describes his father as he was in awe of his father. Puritan Christian faith, Calvinist uh, in terms of uh, Christian theology, graduate of Oxford, eventually a professor there, well known for integrity, temperance, friendship. I have never read anybody except Karl Marx say a disparaging thing about this guy. Ben Franklin, who is signer of the Declaration, physicist, inventor, said Locke was one of the best English authors for the study of history, rhetoric, logic, and moral and natural philosophy. And you're saying, natural philosophy? Wow, he's into biology? No, no, I'll explain. I'll explain. Let's talk about this. Because everyone pretends to be a champion of liberty. If you tell someone on the left, oh, you don't know what liberty is, they get very offended because they've redefined the terms. See, liberate, liberty to someone on the left means rights given to you by the government. Like you have a right to shelter, they're saying now. Where did they get that from? They got that from the UN. You have a right to shelter. In other words, you have a right to a roof over your head. Well, God didn't give you that. How could God give you a right to a roof over your head? It's impossible. How's that going to happen? So, I'm going to continue. Natural law. In Locke's view, God is the giver of natural law. He has divinely placed within our hearts the knowledge of right and wrong, good and evil. He's given us commands. Do not steal. Do not lie. Do not cheat. Do not murder. Ten commandments. Love your neighbors yourself. And Locke was convinced without these basic moral codes, there could be no bounds on human action. This is what, if we all comply with natural law, the world will be a better place. And for those who comply with the natural law, the government needs to stay out. The government can't dictate morality. Look what's happening now. The government is dictating morality. They're, they're, they're changing the mores on sexuality. Anybody who holds to uh, a, a, a biblical view on morality they're being put down. They're being censored. They're being made fun of. They're losing their jobs. So you have that. Then you also have natural rights. Locke believed men and women were the workmanship of God, and they received three natural rights. The right to life, the right to liberty, and the right to happiness de derived from the ownership of property. And listen, everyone... Everyone loves owning property. It, it makes a person feel good. And I think God's very pleased with that. Whether it be, you know, tools. Whether it be clothes on your back. Whether it be a new purse. Or a car. 
or a home. That is your property. And it does make one happy. And we all have different money appetites. And, and money can and is. Money can be the root of all. Well, the Bible says it's the root of all. The love of money is the root of all evil. Jesus said that. The love of money is the root of all evil. Well, it is. But we, in, in our type of society, we have, to, we have to make room for the fact that there are going to be people who go out of control with money. Just like people go out of control with all sorts of things. But we can't limit property rights. So America's founders understood life, liberty, property. Property is liberty and security. And in a capitalistic free market economic system void of overreaching and central government regulation, a new worker, a new immigrant can progress up the class ladder in conjunction with their effort and reap the happiness associated with owning their own business, farm, home, estate, not to mention their philosophical and religious beliefs. Can't do that in a lot of countries, friends. You cannot do that. But here you have the opportunity to do so. And liberty also implies the right to self-governance. Monarchy, oligarchy, authoritarian ruler, never the plan here. One of a kind liberty. Liberty does not mean get out of my way. Let me live my life the way I want to live it. No, 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 it doesn't. Liberty, as defined by Locke and his contemporaries, means you live in, within the bounds of natural law and its distinct moral decency, and you also respect life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. This is why, probably why Ben Franklin, who upon departing the Constitutional Convention of 1787, said this, Somebody said, what kind of government will we have, Mr. Franklin? And he said, quote, a republic if you can keep it. By the way, for the communists, the pursuit of happiness is the most egregious maximum of, maximum of all. I mean, let's think about this for a moment. Property ownership is under fire these days. Just look what happened with the Biden administration. Take from these, give to those. Miss your property tax? <laughs> I don't care if you paid off your house. It's ours. Now, properties, property uh, taxes, their taxes are virtually everything you purchase. All, all to fund bloated bureaucracies, which wage wars on, on the climate agenda and ridiculous things like this. AOC saying this new green deal of hers would be the largest ever, ever federal investment in fighting climate change with a focus on creating good green jobs. Yeah, on the low side, the 10-year price tag for that's $52 trillion. On the high side, $93 trillion. This is ridiculous. So the idea, life, you know, to the Marxist life, the life of an individual is not unique. It's just a fragment of the ever-multiplying collective mass, a Darwinian accident. That's your life to the Marxist. That's why in Marxist regimes, they, they kill people so easily. If you, can't, if you won't be re-educated, if you won't comply, we've got a plan for you. Liberty to the Marxist is an unattainable sentiment. 
because they believe left to our own devices, humans are wholly incapable of coexistence without formidable government control and regulation. That's why George Washington insisted virtue or morality is a necessary spring of popular government. If we're going to do this, friends, See, this is why Karl Marx said the history of the communists may be summed up in a single sentence, the abolition of private property, which is one of those God-given rights, the three rights that our country was founded upon, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You know, I look at our Bill of Rights and... Let me just go to my computer screen and bring them up. Okay, you got the first 10 amendments, the 1791. They were all consistent with what I've just described as being natural law, natural rights. They're all consistent. The f- freedom of speech, you know, that w- what you speak is your property. Freedom to petition the government, freedom of assembly, the right to bear arms. You need to be able to protect your property. Amendment three, quartering of soldiers. This is for to keep uh, a heavy-handed government from taking over one's property. Search and arrest, amendment four, rights in criminal cases, five, six, right to a fair trial, seven, rights in civil cases, eight, bails, fines, punishment, nine, rights retained by the people, 10, states' rights. Again, these are all consistent with keeping the government out of one's life. Limited government. Here's what the government can do. Here's what they cannot do. It all changed when you finally get to the 16th Amendment, 1913. The ability for the federal government to collect taxes. That's where it all went to pieces. That was followed by changing the way senators are elected. A great check and balance we once had in this country was that the the legislatures throughout the country in the various states would elect their own senators. It would be an extension of the legislature. If the legislature flipped, the senators would flip too. But what do we have now? Career politicians on both sides of the aisle who become so influential and by the way, make so much money during their tenure. I've never seen anything like it. Joe Biden, career politician. Career politician. Joe Biden, career politician. His wife, a school teacher who ends up becoming um, a college professor, who ends up becoming president of university. They are. How do they become worth tens of millions of dollars or maybe hundreds of millions of dollars? How does that happen? That's disgusting. You could look at Barack Obama, okay? People say, well, you know, he wrote books, Michelle wrote books. You don't make that kind of money on books. It's amazing. It's been downhill after, okay, the, once it started with income taxes, Amendment 16, right there through 27, the next 11, it's just been going downhill ever since. So I want to be bullish on America, friends, but I just keep saying we need a spiritual renewal in this country. We need a spiritual revival in this country. We need an awakening in this country. 
because for those talk to anybody who's lived under con communism it happens overnight and i've been hearing that from people from the former soviet union and from cuba for years it happens overnight brian so i'm giving this warning and i'm trying to give a lesson on liberty because i i, I just want to do my part and i know many of you want to do yours as well Thank you very much for listening. BrianSussman.com, Brian Sussman Show on Facebook, and of course the Instagram feed, Daily Doses of Inspiration, Brian Sussman Show. God bless you, my friends. Until next time.